Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Caleb Derwin Show, live from Caribou Coffee in downtown Royal Oak. And now the star of our show, it's Caleb Derwin. How are you, Caleb? Good, Steve. Why don't you introduce the rest of our panel here? And uh, these are my two guests for today's show, Rachel Leckert and Susie Derwin. So how are you guys today? Great to be on your show again today, Caleb. Well, it is good to have to having you guys, isn't it? <laughs> it's awesome. It is. It's good to be here. Rachel Eckert, who is the youth director of the Miracle League of Michigan. Susie Derwin, who is your mom. You're my mother. And your chauffeur. She brings you to the shows. <laughs> You're such a celebrity now. I know. I have a limo. Yeah, a limo. <laughs> Hey, how about a big thank you to the folks here at Caribou Coffee in Royal Oak. Susie, you talked to the manager. I did. Lisa is the store manager here, and she was so excited to have this uh, show take place at their store. And Caleb has been in contact with her via email, just arranging to get the table right in front of the window. And we're just so thankful for their cooperation Mm -hmm. and um, willingness to help out. Absolutely. They had a, a special sign here right here in front of us, Caleb. This table reserved for the Caleb Derwin Show at 3.30. How about that? <laughs> yeah, great. You know, we need to get some more viral marketing going on here to tell people about your show. So, A, we have to get you some business cards that we can hand out with the website, Premier Podcasting. And uh, so let them know about that. And Not then- just that, but... The Miracle League website, I mean, people can join the Miracle League. Right. So we can promote your podcast through the Miracle League site, as well as the other Miracle League stuff that goes on. Um, But what other ways can we tell people about you? I mean, I think through social networking, we all have Facebook sites, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe on Premier Podcasting. PremierPodcasting.com. But Susie, you have a big Facebook list? I do. I have several hundred friends on Facebook. Wow. So it's always helpful for that. And Caleb, he does not know a stranger, so he tells everybody about his podcast. Mm. And he has many fans. Rachel, you have a lot of friends on your Facebook, right? I can't boast several hundred, but something over a hundred. That's good. I have like 12 <laughs> Well, friends on Facebook. I'm really like a Facebook loser. I, I don't have any friends. We'll drum some up. Would for you me. be my friend on Facebook, Caleb? Well, if my mother. Hey, you just got your own email Facebook. address. Let's start off with that. Hey, hey, let's start with Facebook, okay? I want to be popular. That's my job. I know it's your job. Okay? We'll this work sign on Sign represents moi name. It does. Moi name. Well, did you get some good feedback from the last show we did? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's came out really good. I, I really like how we did the show. One of the big things you were talking about last week was Jim Abbott. You were all over that. Remember, you talked about him. You gave all his stats. Yeah, yep. He's kind of inspirating with Tony Philippus, who one of his friends who mm-hmm. made, um, special arms for people who lost them or. People who um, cut them off or mm-hmm. um, in an accident or just anything. Yeah. Are you still reading the book, the Jim Abbott book? I finished it. Finished it. Good book, huh? Yeah. So he's still a big inspiration to you. Uh, yeah. He's he's a great guy in a way. Or, uh, rather, Rachel, would you hand your headphones down the line? Can you hear me now through the headphones, Caleb? Yeah. Listen to this. Hi, uh, my name is Jim Abbott. Uh, I grew up in Michigan, and uh, I'm a big fan of Caleb Druin, and I wanted to wish him the best of luck. He uh, said a couple nice things about me on the radio and the program, and I wanted to tell him that I I feel uh, the same about him. Uh, He's a wonderful inspiration, and I just wanted to know that uh, he has a big fan out here in Southern California. So uh, keep up all the great work, Caleb. All of us are rooting for you, and great job on the show. We'll talk to you later. Keep playing. Anything is possible. See ya. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Caleb. Jim Abbott called and left that message for you. He He also sent a little card to you. 
If you'd please. Yes. Why don't you? Who's going to read that card? You have an amazing look on your face, Caleb. <laughs> read it out loud so our listeners. Great job on the radio show. I just wanted you to know that you have a big fan in California. <laughs> Keep up the good work. He signed it. He signed that. And there's one more thing, Rachel. He sent you a special picture. Oh, my gosh. Steve, what did you do? What did Jim Abbott do? He called, and he left that message for you, and he sent all this stuff for you. How cool is that? Oh, this day just got better and better. (laughs) So that means a lot to you, doesn't it? Yeah. You can hand those headphones back to Rachel if you'd like. So you, so you read his book, and you were very inspired by him, and uh, he was very inspired by you. What do you think about that? Well, it's good to be inspired by another person, and he's inspired by me. So that's, that's the good thing. Well, that's awesome. I really love it, how he sent all this great stuff, and I'm just a big fan, so... So if Jim listens to this radio broadcast, what do you want to tell him? Talk to Jim. Tell him whatever you want. I feel pretty excited now, and uh, I didn't even know that he sent this kind of stuff, and it's really good that he did. I'm really glad that he sent this stuff. Well, that is awesome. And i just like to thank him for bringing this stuff because it's really great stuff. Well, good. I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad that he's such a nice guy that he took the time to write and listen to your show. So thanks, Jim. We definitely appreciate it. Jim Abbott, super guy, great baseball player, and an even greater guy. Yeah. All right, well, put that up. You got a place for that picture at home? My picture awaits. Where do you put it? Do you have, like, a place in your bedroom? Get close to the microphone, Caleb. Where where do you put it? I'm going to put it in my room. Throughout his life, he's... Just been a great guy. Was there one thing in the book that really inspired you, something he said or something that he did in his lifetime that really inspired you? Well, that he had a broken arm that he was born without. It's, it's kind of inspiring. So I just find that so awesome that he brought this stuff. And I love how he signed it. Anything is possible. That's what we tell Caleb all the time. Anything is possible. So I just like that message to him. (laughs) That's so cool. That is really cool when professional athletes take the time to do things for other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of them do that. People don't know that. Susie, you've been in touch with the Tigers recently, and and they do stuff for you and Caleb and uh, kids just across the board all the time, don't they? They do. And it's really nice to see an organization take kids under their wing and just kind of let them know how special they are. Amy has been a really great friend of ours. She works with the Detroit Tigers, and I know she's a friend of yours, too. You talked to her recently, didn't you? I did. I spoke with her. She's actually the manager of uh, sponsorships, and she was just in contact with uh, Pepsi Corporation about, um, you know, their dealings with us and how they were going to be able to help out with the Miracle League. And another special thing about Amy is that she does things for us and other groups uh, with the Detroit Tigers. But on a personal note, she comes out all on her own, doesn't she, Rachel? Yeah, I mean, how many times do you see her? I mean, she's out at the just field by herself. all the time. She'll bring her dog sometimes, and uh, she just she either loves to watch or buddy with players. She just loves the and, Miracle League. Um, we'll see her actually today. So, really, you're going to see her today? What's going on today? Well, we're going out to dinner. We're going home after the show and then meeting her there. You're so downtown? Um, not down in Rayloke, but at Frenzy's. So it's in Warren. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to see her tonight. And did I mention that my dad was in Canada? No, I don't think you did. He's out of town for huh? work because he's training a new Canadian because someone quit. Now he's training a new Canadian, Mm -hmm. and they had some problems on the border, but other than that, they made it 
safely. So. Does he speak Canadian? No. <laughs> Not no? yet, anyway. You know how you speak Canadian? What? Do you know how you speak Canadian? You end all of your sentences with an A. So you go, you speak Canadian, eh? You want to go to the ball game, eh? You like what I'm saying, oh, eh? Oh, I see, I see. Give it a try. See how it fits on you. Want to go to the ball game, eh, Steve? Good. See? I've just taught you a new language, Canadian. <laughs> you see, Amy, I could be a homeschooler, too. Maybe you know, so. It's not just you. I mean, I could... You know how much I could teach kids, Rachel? Oh, multitudes so, uh, of useful things. I, I wouldn't know how good you would do with that, because you're a wild man. Well, it'd be wacky things, but, you know. Yeah, it'd be wacky education, but... I bet you could do it. You'd be but, well-rounded. But crazily. <laughs> crazily, yeah. That's yeah, me. That's, that's me. That's kind of like your inspiration. It is. Being crazy, yeah. <laughs> it's just me, you know? Like I tell everyone, it's not easy being me. I mean, you think it's, it's hard to be around me when I'm goofy here before we start the show? Yeah, How would you yeah, like to be me that can't get away from me anytime? No. Not so easy, right? Not so easy, all right, so let's get to some of the show topics this week. You and your mom have put uh, some stuff together. We talked about autistic stuff, and we came up with some stuff. So, Mama, if you please, I have some stuff to read. So, Okay, stay close to the mic. In partnership with the Autism Society of America, we bring AMC Century Friendly Films to families affected by autism on a monthly basis to select communities. The program provides a special opportunity for families to enjoy the, their favorite films in a safe and accepting environment. The uh, auditoriums dedicated to the program have their lights up, the sound turned down, and audience members are invited to get up, dance, walk, shout, or sing. We are thrilled to now offer the program at many locations nationwide. As leading as a leading theatrical exhibition company, we are so proud to be making a difference in the estimated 1.5 million Americans living with an autism spectrum disorder by offering families a chance to see a movie together often for the very first time. All shows are at 10 a.m. February 6th, Tooth Fairy, starring Dwayne Johnson and Julie Andrews. March 17th, How to Train Your Dragon. These are shown at the following AMC theaters. And AMC Forum in Sterling Heights, AMC Gratiot in Clinton Township, AMC Livonia. And there's more. <laughs> February is Black History Month. February 6th, African American History Day, Detroit, Detroit, Detroit Historical Museum. February 4th through 7th, Cirque du Soleil presents Allergia. Algeria. Algeria. Joel Louis Serena. February 6th and 7th, Wild Winter African Adventure Detroit Zoo. February 7th, Detroit Institute of Arts. All right. A family performance of world music and stories. I got lost along the way. So the AMC theaters are doing this for autism. Now we're on to the other events that are around. These are not these events that you're talking about now are not for autism. They're just things that are going um, on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So the all of those movies that you talked about were for the Autistic Society. Yeah. Autism Society of America. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I have right? more to read. So. <laughs> well, hold on, just one sec. Let Let's just wrap up on this uh, Autism Society, then we'll go on to the movies. Because that's a pretty cool thing that they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that means that families who have an autistic son or daughter can go to the movie theater and watch this, which is really a blessing, right, guys? And, mm-hmm. and both. I mean, it can't just be a boy or a girl. It can be two autistic kids, boy and a girl. So 
it can be any type of general, female or mm-hmm. um, a boy. So it doesn't really matter who's autistic and 1.5 million Americans are autistic. But, but the point is that families can go and not be afraid of um, disturbing other people at the movies because everybody there will be understanding and they're just free yeah, to dance. And people will be understanding mm-hmm. to the autistic kids right. because that's kind of what theater it is. Mm-hmm. So. And um, how important is that, Rachel, to families? You know, the, the families we serve out there. Rachel and Susie all the time, you know, they're talking about just loving, whether it's coming to our bowling events or our baseball events, it's all about being comfortable in an environment with other like-minded, similar situation people, right? Right, right. I think a lot of times when families go out into uh, different settings like a movie theater or uh, sporting events or the mall, sometimes their children don't act the way that that other children are expected to act. You know, anything can happen. And they want to feel free to just express themselves and feel like they're, if I could use the word normal, you know, just to, to have a great time with other kids and other families and their parents don't have to worry about uh, upsetting anyone else or or the child being upset. Which is great because I've noticed a lot of these families, uh, because it's difficult, they just stop doing the events. They just don't go out to dinner or they don't go to the movies. So that's the blessing here is that they can do that. So that's really cool. Um, Our hat's off to you, AMC Movie Theaters, for that. So uh, if you want more information about that, I would imagine you would just simply call the AMC Theaters and uh, get those dates again or rewind this podcast and listen to Caleb say it again all right where are we want to go back to the other events now I have some other stuff okay like this is places where anyone can go kid friendly right family friendly stuff there are free passes that you can check out of the public library for different museums these are the places included Cranbrook Science Institute Detroit Horse Historical Museum, River Rouge, River Rouge, River Rouge Tour, Automotive Automotive Hall of Fame, Birmingham Historical Museum and Park, Detroit Artists Market, University of Michigan Exhibit Museum of Natural History, Charles H. Wright. Museum of African American History, Henry Ford Estate. So those are some of the places. And, and Caleb, let me just point out, these are all passes that you can get at your local library. You can check them out for a week at a time. And so this enables children to be able to experience different cultural items and um, be exposed to as much of different art or music. Um, or paintings, whatever it is that they want to see for free. Any any families can any do this? Any family can do this. And so you just have to go to your local library, check out the pass, and then you just show the pass when you get to the to the entrance, and then you're allowed to go in for free. Is it just the kids, or do they have no, so many for, per family? It's um, A lot of the passes are two-person, but if you have a library card and your child has a library card, you can check out two, and then if you have a family of four, you can all go for free. Some of the passes, you can. Um, it's four persons per pass. That's so it, great. It's great. So, for cool? example, last year, Caleb, uh, Noah, and I, uh, we went to the Cranbrook Science Institute, um, and uh, that was great because as soon as you walk in, they have this huge Tyrannosaurus Rex just right there when you're there. And then they also have a Mastodon uh, life-size, and then they also have a bat exhibit. And so you can see live bats, and you can see, you know, their habitat, and you can see the different things that they eat, and it's a lot of fun. It's a great day of adventure. Do they still have that thing you put your hands on and your hair stands up? Remember that? Am I dating myself with the Cranbrook oh, no, Museum? Oh no, they still do things like that at hands-on museums. Yeah, it's so fun, and it's always the highlight for kids, no you matter know, how high tech they get. I, I've lived here all my life, and I've been there couple of times at least you know probably more because you go with school right but it's been a long time oh, it's and, been totally re- renovated but it's really cool mm-hmm. right yeah I mean, I the love grounds those. are neat mm-hmm. they have like the fountains uh, if they still have those too mm-hmm. they do Great. they have a garden section but obviously that's closed during the winter time but again that is free as well 
Okay, here's another idea for you. The idea, man. Light bulb went on. We should do a show there. Where? Out at the Cranbrook Museum. Just talk to the people. Um, Something like that. What do you think? Oh, I see. Maybe we could get a real microphone. Not one of these that can has to have a full setup and everything, but just a regular microphone that works and we can interview people how they like it and stuff like that. You can interview the dinosaurs. I don't think so. They're I've heard they're not talking, right? Nope. They also have a planetarium there. That's not free, but you can pay just a small fee to be able to see a planetarium show. That's a good find, Susie. Mm -hmm. How did you uh, discover that? We're always looking for different things to do that are either cheap, free, inexpensive. And so this was a great, great way to be able to have homeschooling and Mm -hmm. just do different field trips. Great tip for the families out there. Go to your library and check out one of those passes. I wonder, do they charge you like a late fee if you uh, don't bring it back within the week? It's marked. They give you a slip when you check out the card of the dates that you're allowed to use the pass. Okay. But the DIA is also part of that pass. So you can go down to the DIA and see all the art that you want. And I think it's great that they're promoting that for the kids because at so many of the schools, they're cutting the different extracurricular programs such as art or music or science or, you know, a lot of the extras get cut. And so this is a great way to be able to um, still include that into your education and fun. Steve. Yes, sir. I have another topic. Caleb has also visited the Henry Ford Museum in Dearborn which he could give a review of. So would you like to review that? (laughs) Oh, Caleb, could you review that? (laughs) Not really. You know what? What? There's, there's... So, um, Caleb, what was your favorite thing at the Henry Ford Museum slash Greenfield Village? So how you could get... Get on the mic, Caleb. Like, in a plane and feel the gravity under you, like a plane is under you, but it's not. Right. But it feels like you're in a plane, and a plane is under you, in the, like it vibrates, and it's really cool. And it feels like you're flying, doesn't it? Yeah. It's really cool. Have you ever flown before? Yeah. It's been a long time. Mm. We're not keeping you up, are we? Mm, you're yawning yeah. over there. Would you like a cup of coffee? Oh, you don't drink coffee, do you? Hot chocolate. Oh, he's whispering. Hot chocolate. Your show hasn't reached the status quite yet where you have people serving you, sir. That's well, the next step. Has. If you get more listeners, you know, we'll, we'll work that through. Yeah. So, so that's a, a great list, uh, especially the uh, Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History for Black History Month. Good and idea. This is another topic that we can talk about. Okay. And it's a wheelchair basketball league. So, um, is that uh, the Thunderbirds? Do they call themselves? This this team is called the Challengers, and they play in Sterling Heights. So, Caleb, why don't you give the information for the Challengers? There is also a wheelchair basketball league that plays in Sterling Heights at different schools. March tenth at seven p.m. Carlton Middle School, March 20th at 7, Lutheran High North, and March 25th at 7, Utica's Ford High School. So that is part of information. Now, these are events that you can either just be a spectator mm-hmm. or you can call the Sterling Heights, I think it's the Parks and Rec Department, and different families from our Miracle League, you can actually go and be involved in this and be a player. Cool. Yeah, that's um, something else we've talked about a lot, doing something with wheelchair basketball. You know? I mean, but there are kids. What do you do with kids and walkers? <laughs> Is that an issue? I'm not sure. It, it, I guess it, it serves a, a purpose for those in wheelchairs, but then uh, I don't know where, where kids in walkers or braces would go. You know me. I mean, I hate to mm-hmm. discriminate the against exclusion. anyone. And I so know. when you have, you know, like with our competitive baseball league, we're getting registrants that 
want to play competitive baseball. And for those of you that don't know about our Miracle League Competitive League, it's a league where every player has to do it by themselves. So we have a second baseman who is in a walker, and he's unable to stand by himself. But he wants to play in this competitive league, and he can do it because he will dive to get the ball, he'll crawl to get the ball, he'll prop himself up on his walker to hit the ball. But we've had some people register that aren't able to do it by themselves, and it's really hard for me to say no, but yet there's a safety issue, and and I just hope that people understand that, uh, you know, that's just more safety than anything else. Mm -hmm. But that's a hard thing to say no. Yeah, it is. But even uh, just holding and swinging the aluminum bat, which is heavier than our Mm -hmm. our usual non-competitive league bat, and then fielding, all the fielding has to be done by the players. There are no buddies allowed. But it's hard. You know, it's it's hard to to say no when somebody wants to do it. Right. But, you know, we talked about that a little bit, too. And there comes a time in any child's life, any typical child's life, that the word comes out, no. Yep. You know, I remember when that happened to me in baseball. Came around uh, Babe Ruth. I just, I wasn't making it at that time. So at that time, the word was no. Dealing with no is never easy, is it, Caleb? No, not at all. I mean, you ever have something that you really want not go your way? All the time. Really? And you've suffered a lot of pain from that, have you? Uh, yes, I have. Like, what's the worst thing that you've ever wanted that uh, you couldn't get? I think right now it's just the hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, go, go. Go. Well, if one of you guys wants to grab uh, a hot chocolate, you can do that. You can slip away. We'll, we'll keep the ball rolling here. Look at your mom. Thank you, mom. Let's hear Thank it. Thank you, mom. Going bye to bye. get you a hot chocolate. Wow. You're very Thank lucky. You. Was that hot chocolate that quick? Yep, that was his. Oh, it was sitting over here. I got gotcha. you. Very cool. So uh, you have had things that you really wanted that you couldn't get, and that's a yeah. hard thing to deal with. That's a hard thing to deal with, isn't it? Yeah, but you ever think about adults? I mean, that happens to them, too. It's not just kids. There are adults that dream of having a career or doing something, and it doesn't work out. And there are dreams where they want this bed that reclines, and they don't get it. (laughs) Really? Wow. And there are a lot of dreams in a bed that reclines. But that's a different story. (laughs) Yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, those are kind of weird. Those always scare me. You know those little power beds? I think they're not going to stop one day and just eat me. Make you a taco. Yeah, (laughs) just fold up. You'd be like a little boing, boing, boing. I'm a caterpillar. That'd be great. I'm a caterpillar. Yeah, those are cool, um, by the way. I like caterpillars. I have another topic. Butterflies are also awesome. (laughs) They are. They're kind of closely related. Speaking of a bad place, I was in... um, on my father and son trip with my son and uh, I'm trying to remember what city it was but they had a butterfly room and oh how much fun that was have you ever been in a butterfly room at the Detroit Zoo they have a butterfly area that's uh, the one where it's like glass and they come and they land on you and they're yes. just all over the place yes how cool is that mm-hmm. when they land on you a butterfly and then part of the display too they show how they're coming from the cocoon you mean they're yellow? Mm. And then they fly? Yes. Get it? Butterfly? I got it. <laughs> Butter. I needed the explanation. Uh. <laughs> yeah, me too. This is nine-year-old humor at its best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which reminds me. Heard any good jokes lately? Um, what do you call sand with a witch? What do you call sand with a witch? I think I've even got this one figured out. I don't know. What do you call sand with a witch? Sandwich. Ah, I did have that figured out. That's the best you got? Let me guess. You made that one up. No, I saw it on a box. Hmm. What do you call a dove with a tail? What? Never mind. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, boy. What do you call cheese that's not yours? Um, hmm. Nachos? It's not Nacho yours. cheese. Nacho cheese. I get it. That's a good one. You learned that from Vic, didn't you? No. That's one of his greatest hits. What's, what's a cow's favorite place to go? I don't know. 
the movies. Ah, that's a good one. I like that. You girls aren't into jokes. I've heard that one about a hundred times. <laughs> have you? You guys have a snare drum with rim shots at home, do you? It seems like it. How are you doing with your singing? You have a karaoke machine now. It's really cool. Really? What's your favorite song to sing? Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Really? That's a funny song. You would think it would get old after Christmas, but it never does at our house. You're still singing that song, We're still really? singing all the Christmas hits. Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can change it down to thing in Santa. But as for me and Grandpa, we will eat. Nice. <laughs> I liked it. Wow. That's great. Now we need to teach you a spring song. <laughs> spring. Now let's get to the next topic, shall we? Oh, shall we? Okay. I think we shall. Let's talk about the tigers. Okay. <laughs> Could you say that a little louder? <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Um, um, there's this guy. His name is Austin Jackson. He plays in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Hit 300 in Triple A. 23 doubles, 9 triples, 4 home runs, 65 RBIs, 24 stolen bases. He's our new center fielder, right? Replacing yeah. Granderson? Yes, he was also listed in the top 50 prospects of the American League. Wow, that's great. And uh, he's coming from AAA, right? Yes. And so and I know a lot of people are talking about that. They're wondering know, how good he'll do. They're wondering if he can fill Granderson's shoes. Do you know who Phil Coke is? No. He played for the Yankees, and now he's a Tiger. Okay. Okay. And then his stats are left-handed pitcher, 72 games, 4-3 and record, 450 ERA, 44 hits, over 60 innings. Wow. Scott Sizemore, rookie for the Tigers, minor league player of the year. Um, second baseman hit 308, combined average between AAA and AA, 39 doubles, 17 home runs. 66 RBIs. He's got some big shoes to fill, too, doesn't he? I mean, he's taking over mm-hmm. for Polanco. Yeah. Where now, did Polanco go? Uh, Phillies? Yeah, the Phillies. Phillies? And now our last, or um, we still got some people. Okay. But Max Schnurzer. Schnurzer? Scherzer. Yeah. Scherzer. He's... Better than... <laughs> Better than Schnurzer. <laughs> like to go through life he's, with a name like Schnurzer. <laughs> he's, out, he's a right-handed pitcher, University of Missouri. Played with pitching greats Brandon Webb, Randy Johnson, Danny Harris. And Tony La Russa said that he was an all-star. Wow. He said he was an all-star. He wasn't now, an all-star, but he said he was an all-star? Yeah. And Brandon in Sergianese, sorry. <laughs> Me too. He's a nice guy. And not one of the nicest Tigers I've met, uh-huh. Brandon Inge. Remember we were down on field, Rachel? Yeah, he was really, really kind to our players. Remember yeah. he, he, he did the podcast mm-hmm. show with Caleb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's still on the website. Yeah, that's still on the website. Not just that, but Get on Matt the mic, Shepard. Kid. Not just that, but Matt Shepard, you know. he's He, he was on the show, mm-hmm. and... Um, He's doing afternoons now, still at WDFN. Shep and Sharp from three to six. Shep and Sharp. And we got to get on their show, promote the league real quick. Rick Porcello. Mm-hmm. Will he have sophomore jinx? That that's what I was telling you about. And Dontrell Willis. Do you know who he is? I do. Will he return? Is that a good thing? The reason thing? why he's getting. Hurt is because he's nervous. Nervous? The guy played in New York? Is that where he came from? Dontrell? No, he came from uh, the Marlins, didn't he? He was playing he was on the World Series team uh, in Florida. He was, and he's had some anxiety over being able to and, pitch and get it in, um, in the strike zone. Oh. And so that's why he's been on the disabled list all this time. Really? But from he's hoping to return panic. this year. Yes. And um 
we need to talk about the batting order. Like, who will start at first? And Ernie Harwell had his Wait, second. Let's birthday. go back to that. Who's going to start and be the the leadoff hitter for the Tigers? Who do you think? Well, I heard about um, the New York guy coming, but let's see if Rachel knows. I don't want to blow it here. Thank you for your faith in me, but no, I have no clue. He played with the Red Sox. Oh! He had to cut oh. his hair in order to join the Yankees. Oh! 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 oh. <laughs> I guess. Oh, oh. Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon. That's a done deal. They've signed the contract and all of that right now. He is scheduled to be here, right? That's uh, It's a done deal. That's what I heard. We didn't. You too? We didn't see it on the. We were just on the headlines today. So at it's the, not a done deal. I don't think so. I think it's just rumors. I don't so think so. Either. Pretty strong rumors, though. Strong at this point, rumors. Right? Yeah. Those normally come to pass. It seems. And um, just so you know, Ernie Harwell had his sec twenty or ninety second birthday. Wow, that's great! Happy birthday, Ernie! And I read in uh, the paper that a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure where it is, where he's from, but it's uh, he was on, I don't know if it's city council or something that he received this minimal check every year for being part of that community. And he went to the presentation. It was his final meeting there, and they presented him with his final check for $200, at which point he signed it over to the Miracle League in that area. Hmm, that's awesome. He nice. did? He did. Pretty how nice, did, huh? How did... Did you get him to do that? Well, he didn't sign it to our Miracle League. There was a Miracle League in that community. And so he just took his check. You can take a check when you get one as an adult. And I can just sign my name on it. And I say, pay to Caleb. And I give it to you. And then you cash my check. And so he said, pay to the Miracle League of that area. And so he donated to them. I thought that was really kind. And um, spring training. I like it. It's very positive, especially in Michigan. When you hear the word spring training, it's like, oh, that's cool. Not too much longer, right, Rach? Right. Summer Rachel. <laughs> I can't wait to get my tan back. <laughs> it's the first. first winter I've seen her in, in the winter. I've only seen her in summers before. I was like, wow, you really do have light skin. <laughs> you know? And um, our first spring training game is March 2nd. March 2nd. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. My and birthday's in March. When's your birthday? December Oh, that's 29th, right. We talked so, about that. Yeah. Um, home opener is April 9th versus Cleveland Indians. April 9th. Oh, boy. That's always fun in Michigan, <laughs> opening day in the snow. <laughs> it's not always snow. Uh, how many? It? I bet if you were to take a look over the past years of opening day temperatures, that most of them are really cold. I was there. I was a season ticket really? holder for years. It was freezing when they opened Comerica Park for the mm. first time. It was like sleety snow. Oh, an ugly day, right? Ugh, mm -hmm. It's horrible. And so many of those days. On a few occasions, they've been killer. And that's so much fun because a lot of adults on opening day, they take the day off. <laughs> Unofficially. They, like, call in they sick. They call in and go... <coughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling so good today. Nice, man. You should try that for school. Say, I'm too sick today. Maybe I should go take in the ball game. <laughs> All, right. All right, what else, Caleb? You're not sick now. Well, that's the last of our topics. That's it. For the Tigers. Okay. Well, you really did good. your homework. You did. Nice job. And, um... I think that wrapped it up. So aside from that, everything else in your life is going well? Yes. Any yes. girlfriends yet, or are you too young for that? Uh, too young, my mother says. She says? What if she didn't say that? You'd... That'd be nice. <laughs> It'd be nice. You um, you know some girl that you like right now? Yeah. You, we don't want to say her name? or No. No. Well, hmm. I guess there's a reason for that. You know, you don't want to. She may be listening to the podcast. Oh. She knows who she is, right? Yes. <laughs> what do you think is the advantage of having a girlfriend? Say it into the microphone. I, because I need to hear this advice. I need to know why, as guys, we have girlfriends. What do you think is the advantage of that? Because you like someone, how they look. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you like the way they talk? Yeah. Uh, you like that they're southern? Southern? What if they're not southern? Yeah. <laughs> well, you just have to accept that they're not southern. Okay. Uh, it's a good thing to accept in Michigan, don't you think? Yeah. It's a little hard to find the southern bells here in Birmingham, Michigan, or Royal Oak, Michigan. Birmingham. I mean, Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, now there you could find them. Yeah. So uh, besides looks and accent and the way they talk, what else? Anything that a relationship is important for? Proposal. Proposal to get married. And so marriage is a good thing then, right? Yeah, that's that's... That's how you, sometimes, if people aren't girlfriend and boyfriend for years, they just propose instead. They do. And then they get married. Mm. And marriage takes relationships to a whole new level, doesn't it? Yeah. That's when you get the fun of having kids like you. Like, Mama. Did you think that was fun for your parents to have you and your brother? Of course. I think it was expensive. Expensive. Caleb's NICU bill, uh, NIC unit, that's the NICU that he stayed in for a month. It was over $100,000. Oh, my. So. Really? Really. Why? He had $700 worth of Tylenol. That's the craziest thing about hospitals. Should have brought your own. Yeah. Should have. $700 worth of Tylenol. But they do give you room service, so. They do. (laughs) Not you. I mean, they just brought you Tylenol for seven hundred dollars. Do you like you remember it? Uh, well, I do remember it because I go there every five minutes. Uh, you still go back to the hospital? Yeah. Oh boy, that's not fun, is it? I know, right? Have you have ever broken any bones? I've never broken any bones, fortunately, but I've had my share of hospitals, and it's Why? a place I prefer not to be. Why have you not been to the hospital? Why have I been to the hospital? Or why have I not been to the hospital? Why? Why did I go? Yeah. Well, when I was a little kid, I fell off a porch and I split my head. Um, and there were some other surgeries that I've had. And uh, I had my tonsils taken out. Oh, that was not fun. But you get to eat all the ice cream you want. That's what they tell you. See, I, I want to be careful because... <laughs> I don't want to scare any kids away from getting their tonsils taken out. It was fun. Yeah, the ice cream. That's the best. Um. Yeah. <laughs> now, at Children's Hospital, they have video game consoles that they can bring into the room so the kids oh. can play video games while they're enjoying well, their stay. That's a whole new world compared to when we were little. And it really is room service. He just calls the number on his phone, and he can order whatever he wants to off the menu. Oh. I've never been to Children's Hospital. Where is that? Downtown, right? That is at downtown, uh, pretty close to Mac Avenue. On Bobian. Is it nice inside? Nice inside. Or is they, it old? Um, it's a little bit older, but they have mm-hmm. fabulous doctors. I think the, the, the Children's Hospital of Michigan is actually rated sixth in the country. So it's a great hospital mm-hmm. to go to. You get great care. A lot of experts in specific fields. Is yes. that how they do it? Yes. Right, and what are those fields? Are they are there like a handful of them, or do they handle any child-related issue? Well, they handle, I think, most any child-related issue. They do have a regular emergency room. But the specialties that we've been to has been the neurosurgery, and they also have uh, ear, nose, and throat specialists, and they also have cancer specialists. And so we've had several friends that have had to go down there for different reasons, and they've all been very pleased with their care. And do you cross paths with other kids that are in families that are there as well, or do they have them like cancer areas and this area, that area? They have separate waiting rooms for the different specialties, and then when Caleb's had surgery, he mostly is on the um, like neurosurgery wing mm-hmm. of the hospital. And so it's all kids that have had different neurosurgeries or are admitted for observation. Neurosurgery, I mean, that, that can be a broad it can be. range. Can so it? for Caleb, when he has a shunt revision, you know, he could be in with different people. And what's also interesting is Caleb's last roommate was 35 really? at the Children's Hospital. Once you've had so many surgeries, they really it's really hard to switch physicians because your medical history is so long, it's easier to just stay with your pediatric neurosurgeon. Hmm. Oh, wow. I never would have guessed that. So the fellow that was next to Caleb, he had had 37 surgeries like that year. 
So when you have that many, you just really got to stay with the same doctor. Jeez. But he was a great roommate. Man. The shunt, you said? Yeah, the shunt regulates the pressure in their brain. And the shunts are usually located, um, they just kind of do a small hole in his skull and put it in, you know, next to his brain area. And it just allows the uh, spinal fluid not to accumulate and cause pressure in his brain. Now, is this, uh, Caleb has cerebral palsy. He does. With kids with um, spina bifida, is that similar? I don't think that's too similar. He had what's called hydrocephalus when he was born, and Mm -hmm. that's water on the brain, and so he constantly has to have the pressure in his brain regulated. He still does? He still does. And uh, will that continue? Yes. It's a lifelong, he will always have a shunt. Because then their brains become accustomed to having something regulate the pressure in their brain. And so then they don't, it doesn't do it anymore. So how does that work as uh, a mom? I mean, you have to go in how often with your kid? Well, when you're just doing regular maintenance, you have to go in really about every six months. But if you're having shunt problems, then you can be there often. I've been there. Fortunately for us, Caleb has only had a couple of revisions. But then they're always trying to figure out what pressure setting is good for you. Mm -hmm. And so they hold up a remote control next to Caleb's head, and they can change the pressure just by a remote control and that's fabulous because in the prior years they would have to do a surgery to change the setting and now they just hold a remote up to his head and change the setting he can feel the difference and tells them or they notice something on the screen they know something on the screen but he can kind of tell you about the different pressure in his head and he can also tell you when there's a storm system that's coming through if the barometric uh let's see barometric pressure changes he can tell you because he'll tell me i have a headache you know the weather is about to change. Well, there you go. So if radio doesn't work, life. yeah. If radio doesn't work out for you, you can take Chuck Gatica's job. <laughs> well, like, like, um, <laughs> the reason when the pressure changes, uh-huh. I get headaches because the pressure changes in my head when the weather changes. Mm-hmm. So that's how I get a headache. So easy, like, um, right now, um. You could get headaches, right, from the pressure changing. Right. So, um, that that's what um, shunt revisions are for, and like monitoring the pressure. Mm-hmm. So it's been. Um, I feel that I should have an honorary degree in neurosurgery. <laughs> Sounds well. like you're well educated. I think that's the way it normally works. You know, when you have something that serious, you really learn a lot about the disorder. Right. And that's, I think, some of the problems, too, you know, because the, the families know so much about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they can catch a nurse or a doctor, and nurses and doctors don't like to be caught or questioned sometimes. Right. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know, the experience might be different at Children's Hospital, but... Probably have to advocate very wisely. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You do. And sometimes it's just, it, you never know what's going on with your kid, and you just have to keep taking them back until you can figure out what the, the right thing is. But the neurosurgeons at Children's, they're excellent, very humble. Um, they're just, they care about the kids. You can tell that's their main focus. Very cool. So uh, we appreciate all that you doctors do at Children's Hospital. Thank you for being there. Thanks uh, to all of the people that support Children's Hospital, too, because they do get supported. I know uh, Pepsi, John Jackson, uh, a rep of ours, uh, he's very involved with Children's Hospital, uh, on the Ronald McDonald House Board. That's what it is, right? The Ronald. Yeah, there's a Ronald McDonald. McDonald House right next to Children's Hospital. And they also are supported by, there's a Pistons Court, and then there's also a Red Wings Court. And it's just a little area in the front of the hospital where the kids can play games mm-hmm. while they're waiting for their, their car pickup. That is so neat. So... That's good to know, right? A place that you can go and have a little fun, even when the situation may not be that much fun. Right, Caleb? Yep. Okay. Hey, speaking of fun, I had a question for you, Caleb. I wondered how, if you would talk to people about your experience with the bowling league that you're involved in through Miracle League. We were talking about it before the show. I wondered how, how your bowling experience has been up to now. Good. Good. Yeah, I really like it. What do you like about it, especially? Well, that you get prize every time 
that you strike or spare if we change it. <laughs> Do you get more spares than strikes? Sometimes they don't even get spares. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, since they put um, new oil patterns on the lane, so... Is that kind of messing up your your ball? Yeah, that, that's part of it. Really? Yeah. But you're using bumpers, right? Yeah. So that helps. At least you don't get any gutter balls. <laughs> but you wouldn't get any anyway, even if we didn't have the bumpers. No. No. I've seen people with bumpers get gutter balls at the you know, at the very last second. At the very, very last second, I didn't know that was possible. Dip in. I mean, what a bummer! <laughs> I know. You know, I got really? bumpers up and I'm getting a gutter. <laughs> so, what is your highest score? Have you been keeping track of that? Um, sixty. Hey, not bad. Sixty. We also saw one of the dads bowling with his kid. And his ball ricocheted about three times off the bumpers, right. and then he got a strike, and he's like, hey! He <laughs> felt really funny. big about it. I'm like, dude, take the bumper Doesn't down. Doesn't count. <laughs> oh, well. A strike's a strike, right? Yeah. Hey, Caleb, uh, originally I think you were you were saying that you were going to use a ramp for bowling. I saw you down on one of the lanes without ramps. How's that going? You're, you're throwing it all on your own? Right? Yeah. Wow. How does that make you feel? Good. Yeah. I bet. This is the first year that he's attempted to be able to stand up and throw the ball. Yeah. And so his arm strength is getting a lot better, and he seems to be able to uh, keep his balance. He hasn't fallen over yet mm-hmm. after throwing the ball. I have. You have fallen? Yeah. Oh, okay. It must have been very secretive because I never saw it. But he likes being able to bowl with his different friends. That's cool. And it's like Jim Abbott said, you know, hey, you're an inspiration. You're getting out there, you're playing the games, and that's all good. So it's about time to wrap the program now from Caribou Coffee and Royal Oak. Caleb, why don't you say goodbye to your fans? This is Caleb Durham reporting from Caribou Coffee. Bye, guys. See you later. Thanks, Susie. Thanks, Rachel. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having here. us on the show, Steve. Don't all jump in. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show, Caleb. I appreciate it. Well, you are my exclusive producer, so <laughs> you always get to be on the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So for the Caleb Derwin Show, I'm Steve Peck saying so long, everyone, from Caribou Coffee. We'll talk to you next month. <laughs>